Welcome everyone to our midweek Hope for Our Times. And the, uh, the title doesn't sound too hopeful. Um, listen, we should all be worried. Every single one of us honestly need to be worried if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ because uh, what's coming is really bad. If you know the Lord, then uh, we know that all of the events of the last days of signs, they point to our soon going home and his ruling and reigning. But listen, as we look at the events that are taking place, there are things that are happening right now that are greatly disturbing and we're, we're distracted. We have food shortages, gas shortages, water shortages, electricity shortages. We have wars, we have rumors of wars. We have China, Russia, Iran. We have Biden presidency. We have the World Economic Forum. We have all these different things that are taking place and uh, we have baby shortage formulas and right on down the list, great supply chain problems. And uh, there's things that are going on behind the scenes that very few people are paying attention to. Unless you're paying attention to Bible prophecy, they're probably not paying attention to it at all. Uh, but we need to know what is going on because, quite frankly, uh, every single person on this planet should be worried uh, if you do not know the Lord because what's coming is, is, very, uh, is very troubling. Think of it like this. When you look at the tribulation period, the tribulation has, in effect, two great purposes uh, one of them is to wake up a nation, the other is to shake up the world. Wake up a nation, wake up the people of Israel, the other is to shake up the world that they might turn and uh, turn to the Lord. So the events that are coming, that everything is pointing to, that the Bible tells us about, they're troubling, and I'm going to connect the dots for you in just a minute with things that so few people are aware of, except for those who are running this whole show. Okay, now with that, I'm going to read to you also a short passage from Revelation chapter 12, and this passage informs us that there's coming a time in the future that Satan realize, realizes he has a short time. And i got to wonder if all of these events that are taking place right now are because of just that. Satan realizes he has a short time, and, and folks, I do believe that's why this is happening. The whole thing is winding down, and um, let's read this. Short passage, and then I'm going to connect the dots for you. Things that we all need to know. Chapter 12, book of Revelation, verse 7. A war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought. But they did not prevail, nor was there a place for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. You know, all the deception that's going on right now, as Satan is using his minions on earth to manipulate everything from the mass media to everything else we're watching taking place. Satan, who deceives the whole world, was cast out of the, cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brethren who accused them before God day and night has been cast down. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives unto death. Therefore, rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Listen, for those who know the Lord, uh, this is, it's going to be good. The day we're no longer here, the day we die, the day we're, we're raptured up, whatever it is, we overcome the enemy by the word of the Lord, and the testimony that we have. However, Listen to these verses here, this last verse actually. But woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, 
because the devil knows that he has but a short time. Woe to you. Listen, the devil is wreaking havoc, working through people, and people are deceived, they're being manipulated, and we can really see it when we look behind the scenes. So let's take a look behind the scenes. Listen to this. I have a couple of things I'm going to read to you. Uh, this is from an article that's appeared in uh, uh, Zero Hedge and also in the Epoch Times. Listen to the title of this article, Global ESG System is Almost Here, We Should Be Worried. In fact, again, if you don't know the Lord, you better be worried about what's coming because this is a warning sign. This is a shot uh, over the bow. In fact, I'm going to read this. I'm going to read another excerpt from an article called The Satanic Noose is Tightening by Terry James. But listen to this first. Day two of the World Economic Forum's annual meeting in Davos, Switzerland, uh, started off with a concerning note. So think back a week or two ago, right? Some, listen to these words. These are things you're not hearing from mainstream media. These are things you aren't hearing anywhere. Some of the chief architects of environmental, social, and governance scores met during a session called Global ESG for Governance a, a global resilience, excuse me, and have clearly decided to double down on their objective for a new global economic order that transcends national borders. So why are borders being wiped out? Yeah, that's right. And replaces free market capitalism. So what are ESGs? First of all, environmental, social, and governance scores. So the world is going to be uh, uh, is going to be scored, kind of like the Chinese social credit system, how that works. But this is for the rest of the world, all of the world. ESGs, environmental, that's climate laws. Ah, there you go. That's why they're happening. Environmental scores, uh, social scores, uh, the, the equity, the lies of equity that we are hearing, right? Uh, social justice warriors in the church, all that, uh, that nonsense that we're hearing, the lies. These are lies. Judas taught that, by the way. Um, so you have environmental, social, and governance scores. How you submit to your government, not the Biden administration so much, but the government, the global system that's coming. Friends, what we are watching is the birth of the beast system, uh, that final world empire before Jesus returns. That's what we're watching, and it's right here. Listen to some more of this. Destroying free market capitalism in favor of a new stakeholder model in which global elites hold all the power has been their objective for years. A single ESG system gets them much closer to this goal. Coercing companies into compliance and ultimately restricting individual choice. This is about a global government, friends. That's what this is. ESGs, well, you got to have a good score, or you're going to hate life. Early in the session, Hong Kong Stock Exchange Chairman Laura Cha uh, got right to the point. She revealed in order for the ESG disclosures to be meaningful, we need to have a harmonized standard. Ah, international sustainability standards. This is more of the climate talk. That's sustainability. That's why they're saying, well, you can't eat meat anymore. By the way, uh, read your Bible, 1 Timothy. It talks about uh, the time when they will command you in the last days not to eat meat. Very interesting, isn't it? Hmm. And then you look at this. So what is it? Uh, well, you go with the Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg plan, and you have all this plant-based stuff. BlackRock, Vanguard, that's what's happening. We have eggplants that are being burnt down, chicken farms that are being burnt down, planes crashing into food processing plants. What in the world's going on? 
You start looking at this, it starts to make a whole lot of sense. We need to have this international sustainability standard for global measures. All right, this gets better. Reading between the lines, Emmanuel Faber seems to be saying in his comments that he intends to institutionalize a top-down system that will infiltrate all national borders. There you go. Got it again, right? All national borders. Uh, and render democracy impotent. That, folks, is what is happening. Bank of America Chairman and CEO Brian Moynihan didn't waste any time immediately threatening companies. Get this. You guys better get in line in these ESGs, Environmental, Social, and Governance Scores. And if you haven't heard about this, you better pay attention. Folks, we're watching, again, the birth of the beast system. It gets better. Unilever CEO Alan Jope echoed commitments to shutting off supply valves for the rest of the world in favor of his objectives. Shutting off supply valves in favor of these objectives? Oh, so now, okay, so why is it that gas, oil, food, supply chains of all different sorts are being eliminated? Huh. Again, shut off supply valves for the rest of the world in favor of their objectives. Wow. He preached, we pledge to only do business with suppliers who are, for example, have made net zero commitments. In other words, um, uh, net zero commitments, in other words, zero emissions. That's why uh, up in Canada, for folks who live in Canada, they're watching what Trudeau is doing up there, saying net zero, the madness that's up there. Listen, folks, you don't want to hear this, but they want to take away our farms, even the private ones, even the little garden that I have. What for? So we can take our impact to the entire universe of people, get this, who work with our company. You work with our global systems, what this really means. You work with us, it's going to go good for you. You don't, you're dead. Faber said, we are not going to say what's good or what's bad. Listen to this. We are just providing the information for people to make decisions. That's just the information. In other words, you, you make your own decision. Well, if you make the decision to submit to this beast system, it's going to go well for you at least for seven years. Uh, if you don't submit to the beast system, well, you know what? We know what the Bible says. You're finished. Wow. Very interesting, isn't it? As clearly has been stated by members of this WEF panel, what these elites are actually doing is really quite simple. Severing relationships with companies that don't align with their vision for the world causing a triple-down effect on individuals, the rest of the world. Listen, there's more to it. In June of 2015, let me go back there, and then I'm going to bring in Terry James' article, The Satanic Noose is Tightening. Listen to this. June of 2015, Pope Francis issued his encyclical on climate change. It called for global entities to wrest control from local governments. This is a quote, a direct quote from the Pope, 2015. International negotiations cannot make significant progress due to positions taken by countries which place their national interest above the global common good. A couple more quotes here. Then I'll get to the last article with Terry James on the Satanic News. Pope Francis called for a global entity that can override nations acting in their own interests 
with a vision to create a world where climate policies cannot be changed, get this, as a result, this is his words, of free elections. So, you wonder why they're trying to do away with these free elections? Okay, this is what's gonna be, well, you're gonna be able to vote, but your vote ain't gonna matter, as we've already are witnessing that, right? Can't change climate policies, right? In other words, this means what Pope Francis wants and these global elites is a global government that is only responsive and responsible to the elite few. So what do we see? A pattern. Make the power global and coalesce that power into the hands of a few. Okay, now I'm going to read this from Terry James because you, you got to hear these words. Okay, listen to this. And he's going back to the WHO document. Remember the WHO document? It didn't go through yet. By the way, it's not dead. All right, the, the, from the Health and Human Services submitted by the Biden administration to subject all nations of the UN to the World Health Organization, which includes all of your safety, whether it be viruses or climate policies. All of your safety, right? It didn't go through yet. The intent is to look at it, revise some things, in September of this year with the intent to still implement it, I believe in 2024. But listen to this, because this really helps to understand what that is really about as we're watching all of this come together. So Terry James writes, former U.S. Representative Michelle Bachman seems to be the only well-known person who senses the full extent of danger. She's speaking out, and there is to this point muted response from elected officials changed with the responsibility that is elected to keep us safe. Charged, excuse me, with the responsibility uh, to keep us safe. Uh, the danger involves the attempt of the Biden administration to turn over America's sovereignty on the matter of health mandating to the World Health Organization. She said this, and you gotta hear these words. Because so many people have said, well, that's not really true. No, it is true. These, this is really it. Uh, this is the biggest global power grab that we have seen in our lifetimes. This authority that they will be given will impact 99.4% of all the people in the world. The Biden administration is bringing amendments that were proposed that all nations of the earth cede their sovereignty over their national health care decisions to the World Health organization. This means, last thing, I'll wrap it up here, this means that the World Health Organization would have decision-making authority to intervene in the United States government policy and any nation of the world without our permission. For instance, in a lockdown in China where you see 26 million people locked down Shanghai, they can't leave their apartments or homes, the World Health Organization would have the authority to be able to enforce that here in the United States or on whatever pretext they want. They don't have to show any data. They can just do this uh, because they can. I look at this and I think this, friends, is disturbing. But then, listen, we should be afraid unless you know Jesus. Uh, Terry James concludes with these words, before the noose of Satan can Tighten beyond remedy. Jesus will call the church to himself. You want to be one of the believers who hears that call so you can avoid the deadly reign of the beast of Revelation chapter 13. Amen. And then he quotes from uh, Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. If you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Listen, friends, 
If you don't know the Lord, the signs are all here. Everything is tightening. The noose is tightening. And you should be afraid. But if you do know the Lord, you're going to heaven. People wonder why I do these videos. How could you call something like this hope for our times? Because quite frankly, the direction these people are taking us is not hopeful. And all the news that's out there, if you pay attention, it's disturbing unless you know Jesus. Jesus said in Luke chapter 21, when you see these things begin to take place, look up and lift up your head. That means with joy because your redemption draws near. If you know the Lord, the time is short for us. If you don't know the Lord, I implore you, pay attention to what's really going on. Look beneath the surface. Realize that what these people are doing is exactly what the Bible warned of in the last days, that we should turn and surrender our lives over to the Lord. Listen, ask Jesus to forgive you. Repent, surrender to him. God bless you guys. Um, let's pray for each other and uh, see you soon. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time.